What is up, everybody? I'm these, uh, the big idiot host of this show. Uh, we were talking for almost 15 minutes, and I hadn't hit record, right? Um, I'm sorry, guys. I really do apologize. They actually deja changed vu. I feel like we've done this before. Yeah, deja vu. So what happened was they actually changed this whole setup, uh, and today's the first time I've used it. Um, and I actually I had troubles. I, had, I was on even with their support even before we came on. So trying mm -hmm. to get everything figured out because I couldn't update my titles and uh, and the show description because there was no box anymore. So I'm gonna do. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, oh, you're fine. Yeah. So everyone, real quick, um, I'm an idiot. So um, <laughs> you know, y'all know I'll do the Bigfoot thing. You guys want to help out? <laughs> help me out with the Bigfoot thing, please. We got teams in Minnesota, uh, Maryland, New York State. Florida, Ohio, Oklahoma, Colorado, California, Oregon. That was one I missed earlier, but I didn't hit record. And of course, here in Texas. So if you want to help out, hit me out. Hit me up beyond.woodline at gmail.com and you know, we'll get you settled and straightened out. And maybe you can help us out. So anyway, I have with me Denise and Ray. Uh, they're from the Cryptic and Paranormal Show. Um, Guys, I, I I am sorry for this. I you're just, fine. You're um, fine. Your your mic's muted. Yeah, was, there you go. See? There you go. <laughs> um, can you hear me? It was good. Yeah, yeah. I had it on mute while the intro was going. I forgot to turn it off. Okay. All right. I <laughs> so I wanted mute. to go back to your intro, Joe, because I love you said it the first time, but didn't say it this time. I love that you let people just do research. Um, right. You know, and do like the research of the stories yeah, because cool. like Bigfoot hunting is scary. Okay. I mean, right. not every, that's not for everybody, but there are some people who are so good at research. So it's right. really cool that you just let people do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what Denise was talking about is like, if you're interested in helping out, you don't have to get out into the field, man. You can do your research from behind your computer, your laptop, your cell phone. You can find witnesses for us. You can find locations and find a history of those areas of reported sightings and and uh, you're right. Some people are just so great at yeah. digging up and th this stuff. And yeah. I suck at that part. I'm going to tell you right now, not only not only do I just suck at it, period, but I don't have the patience for it. And yeah. some people, man, they're like so good, you know, and they can just find all kinds of stuff right, right off the bat so yeah. quickly. So uh, And like interviewing witnesses, that's something that, you know, not everybody's good at that either. Some people are too intimidating. Some people, you know whatever. That's really cool that you give people the option to do a bunch of different things. Right. Yeah. I agree. What, I like that. Um, yeah. Well, I got my chat box up now and even that's different on here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, they changed all this stuff up on me and, uh, yeah. uh, I was glad I actually, right when I got home and I never do this, but right when I got home from work, I just went ahead and logged in and started, uh, cause I wanted to type up your bio and stuff and, yeah. Everything was changed. I couldn't even find it. So I was chatting with the chat support. Hey, man, what's going on? He goes, yeah, we upgraded. And, you know, so everything's a little bit different. I'm like, okay, well, you got to help me out here because I got to do all this stuff. So everything kind of mm -hmm. changed. And when I would hit the intro, it would go automatically live, right? And oh. now there's a live button. And, I, and that's when I say that. I noticed that I, that I didn't see a chat box because there's always a chat box here. Yeah. And then when I was looking for the chat box, I saw a red button up there and I'm reading it. I'm like, it's just go live. I'm like, what the heck? You know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh good time. Uh, yeah. Hey, Penny. Hey, Penny. Oh. We know her. Yeah, so uh, let's run through it again real quick. Uh, what got yeah, you involved, Denise? We'll just pretend uh, like this never happened. <laughs> never happened. What got you involved, Denise? Um, so in the paranormal, um, I actually grew up in a house where, you know, talking about spirits and, and doing seances and having psychic parties and that sort of thing was, was normal. You know, I, I never realized that other kids' parents didn't, you know, talk about ghosts and things like that. Um, it wasn't until I started the show, well, start, joined the show that I realized that a lot of people grew up where that was something like super taboo. You don't talk about that ever. Um, but, you know, I kind of got told that I wasn't seeing spirits. That was my eyes playing tricks on me, whatever. So I kind of got out of it for a long time and just ignored it and, um, ended up starting to volunteer at Madison Seminary 
um, about five years ago now, I think. And you kind of can't ignore the paranormal when you work there because stuff happens. It doesn't matter if it's noon on a Tuesday or whatever. And got sucked back into the paranormal. And here I am with a paranormal podcast and traveling all over the country to go visit other locations. And I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you were talking about the seances and I kind of want to let the people know that about my, my house now that I live in the previous owners used to have seances here. And I just found that out two days ago, but as of, you know, I've been here four years and nothing's ever happened. Well, We've had some strange stuff, uh, but nothing like crazy, you know, has ever like happened yeah. or, or you wouldn't have thought that someone was having a seance, you know, and I guess, you know, you, you kind of, uh, look at Hollywood and Hollywood will tell you anyone did a seance in your house at one time, you know, demons right. and shit is everywhere. Right. But yeah, you know, that's not the case here, you know? Well, and, I uh, think Hollywood puts it as, you know, there's everything seances are always like satanic and, and right, summoning yeah. demons and everything else when re- in reality it's just like my mom and a bunch of her friends with candles like trying to talk to my grandma or something you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right and uh you know the same goes like with like witchcraft right you know hollywood yeah. makes it look like it's you know satanic or, or evil or you know right. someone's always putting a spell on you or something right right meanwhile it's just some hippie trying to like make a cure for eczema for her friend yeah, yeah, you know what you i go. mean like kind of cure their heartburn not bad <laughs> so it's uh just, so it's just like everything else it's all about intentions you know right. hollywood will tell you something different but right, most yeah. people's intentions aren't that way right yeah 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 i totally agree there Hollywood's trying to sell tickets, you know, trying to get yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ray, tell us how you got started and tell us how you guys started the podcast. Well, how I got started in this thing was I was about 10 years old. We moved to a house that we very quickly learned had some activity that we couldn't explain. Um, my house, my family was the exact opposite of, of Denise's house, family. They were extremely religious. My mom and dad, we went to a, a pretty uh, fanatical church. Um, you know, the kind that would be in the, the aisles speaking in tongues and playing the, you know, the, 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 this and, you know, during praise, just in everything was bad. Like playing with Transformers was was bad. You couldn't do anything secular. Yeah, yeah Transformers. Yeah, they were satanically possessed robots. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was kind of like that. And I grew up, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Like, like I was telling you earlier, things were being thrown off shelves. I had always felt like somebody was watching me. And then when, when the, the straw that kind of broke the camel's back as far as me starting to research it myself was waking up with this oppressed feeling, horrible headache. And I know some people might think it's like sleep paralysis or something, but I know the difference now. And I go back to that experience. This was not sleep paralysis. I woke up with these two shadow figures looming over my bed, just staring at me. And I couldn't move. I had this horrible headache. Um, you know, it was scary and it just dissipated. But even after it it dissipated, like normally like you would think that's like a horribly frightening thing, but I didn't feel like it was malicious or anything. Yes, in the moment it was scary as hell. But when I'm thinking about it, they didn't do anything to me. They were just looking at me. That's enough to so, freak me out, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I was older. I wasn't, I was like 13 at the time. So I was a little bit more level-headed. But, um, you know, it was affecting my brother. I'd wake up and he'd be camped out on my floor or half in, in and out and underneath my bed. I was more afraid of that than I was the ghost. Because, you know, you wake up and you get go to step and go to the bathroom or whatever in the middle of the night. And there's this body laying on your floor. <laughs> you know, scared the shit out of me. But, yeah, I mean, I just I didn't have anybody to talk to. My I couldn't tell my parents because they would think either I was insane or I was satanically possessed yeah. or worshiping the devil. You know, and they dragged me to church right away and throw me in front of the 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 whole congregation to be prayed for. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I didn't know what to do. So I just started reading books. I started reading like Hans Holzer, Lloyd Auerbach, you know, some of the, the greats where you could find them in every, any library. Um, you know, and it, but it wasn't until much later until I, I, I realized that you could actively go do this like on a 
kind of a hobby like level, like a, a thing to do with your friends on the weekend type thing. Right. But I was more into it, like trying to help people that are going through the same shit that I did when I was a kid. Um, so I got in, got into both and I ultimately joined a team. That team was so into debunking everything and like trying not to believe anything. Like if you had a piece of evidence that you were like 100 percent, like, I think this is something they would always figure out how to like tell you that was trash. So obviously I didn't get along with that group because I was much more open minded and I grew up with this shit. And I'm like, you know what? This is real. You guys can tell me whatever. You can twist it any way you want to. This is to me. This is real. This is my experience. Right. So that went on for years, and then I started. I don't know. I kind of got into the community. Um, I just started talking to certain people. I got into a different group, and then I was being asked to speak at, at local. Um, oh, awesome! That's awesome. Um, at just like little local conventions, like little, little things like that. And so it was really cool because I was gaining all this knowledge and I'm learn like learning all these new things from other people that I was meeting. And then I was asked to be on a, on the, sh- the cryptic paranormal show as a guest the night after we ended the show, he immediately asked me to be a member of the cat, like a, a co-host on the show. I'm like, hell yeah. Cause I always wanted to be on radio cause I love radio. And at that time, it was on internet radio in a studio, and it was like a really cool feeling. And we did that for a while. Then one of the other co-hosts had to leave, and then ultimately the guy who founded the show had to leave for family reasons, and he told me to keep going with it. So it just kind of morphed into that, and then COVID hit, so we stopped going to the the cool. studio, started doing it like we're doing it right now from home. Um so yeah, and then I added Mike started was hanging us with us at the studio. He was part of the show, and then we added Denise like right before we left the studio. Yeah, because um, I was I was actually on the show as a guest a couple of times when yeah, you guys were in the studio, yeah. and then um, you know COVID hit, and I actually quit my job. I was working at nighttime, so I just texted him and I was like, "Hey, if you ever have anybody cancel and you need a last minute guest, like let me know because I'm not working my nighttime job anymore, so I can help you guys out whenever you need it." And it yeah. was the same thing. He was like, "Well, how about co-host?" I'm like, "All right, sold." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we'd had her on the show, and I was already friends with her, so like mm-hmm. our conversation with each other was so natural. Like, I mean, from the day I met her, like yeah. in person, it was just it just fit. And then you know, Mike's just he fits into his spot. You know, he yeah. he's our quiet guy who you know, throws in the 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 knowledge bombs every once in a while yeah. or the the smart ass comment bombs but you know we love him to death and he's a, a big important part of the show yeah. um so it's just we've been going with it for like three years now just the three of us so that's yeah good. that's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah you guys seem to be doing really well so man that, you know congratulations on that thank Appreciate you that. Yeah, we love it. We we call ourselves the dive bar of paranormal podcast because <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, we've never had like a set script that we have to talk to people about. We don't right. even like plan out questions or anything. We just want it to be like a group of friends just sitting around talking. You know, yeah. we we met each other at Madison Seminary. We all volunteer in some aspect. And you know, we have back porch talk there where we just sit around at the tables. We, you know, jump down rabbit holes. We talk theories, all this other stuff. And that's kind of what we want our show to be. We don't want it to be like scripted or it has to be this certain way. We just want to see where things go. And we love it. Yeah. 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 I, and I, I, I totally love that format too. That's kind of what, you know, what I do here. I just, yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, awesome. I think, just you know, natural. I, I really like that. Um, but you know, we were talking earlier about um, uh, well, you guys brought up like not really uh, like having like an outlet growing up, and I, you know that was the same way too, you know. But mine was like in a sense that I didn't talk to anybody because I thought everybody knew about it, you know. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of normal, so I didn't talk to anybody about it. It wasn't until I got like in middle school that I realized that people just didn't either talk about this stuff or just didn't believe in this, you know, and it didn't matter what it was, you know, but yeah. yeah, Did you see things that you didn't think people saw too or? No, I had a neighbor, um, lived across the street from us and he actually worked with my dad and this guy had so many paranormal UFO stories, cryptid stories. And you're talking about, you know, the late seventies, early eighties. And he had so many stories and, and, he passed away several years ago. I never really got a chance to ask him, hey, were you just bullshitting us or what? Because 
he had so many great stories. He used to scare the hell out of us. You know, me and my brother yeah. would run back across the street when at in the middle of the night. You know, and uh, but he had so many good stories, and I just thought that was just a part of life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. But so. we talked. I mean, we talked about that. That guy um, probably would have just been labeled the neighborhood crazy person. Right. You know. Right. Whereas yeah. now we have. It's first of all, it's much more accepted now. People, you know. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's still people who look at you funny when you say what you do. Um, I think I find, I, I think I meet more people that are, that are believers that are still afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Cause right. then when they see us talking about it, they're like, Oh, we have people. I mean, I just had that yesterday. Somebody started messaging me. Yeah. A friend of mine that I haven't spoken to in, I don't know how many years, just out of the blues, he still had my phone number and started texting me. He's like, dude, I feel so good. I have somebody to talk to now. Right. I'm like, Dude, I've been around this for I, we we grew up together. I mean, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. But your neighbor, yeah. I mean, if your neighbor had a TikTok, he probably would have millions of followers with you know all those amazing stories. It just wasn't that time though. Yeah. It's different times. And you know, we were also talking about the lady on the plane, right? You oh, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, how she freaked out, and um, you know, I'm I'm on the the side of you know you shouldn't probably mess with people anyway if there's they're something you know have some kind of mental you know illness or whatever right because she apparently thought she saw something you know and uh yeah you know who's to say she didn't you know or i definitely believe that she saw something you know right. and yeah. and i definitely believe that she 100 percent believes that it was scary or dangerous you know um right. Obviously, we don't know what it was. Maybe it was just a misunderstanding, whatever. But she 100% believes it. So that's her truth, you know. And yeah. she mm. she was, she couldn't even breathe. She was mm. so scared. Like, so much anxiety. Right. And I saw this guy on, on, on TikTok. He's pretty popular. And he was talking about it. And he actually said the same thing, too, that that he wasn't going to comment on it because she thought she saw something, you know. Right. And, and for everyone right. to attack her and put it in trying to make it into a negative uh, situation wasn't even right. joke about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you know, uh, being a psychic and having psychosis is a very thin line there. Right. Yeah. And it's something that I've always said too, is like, I wonder how many of these people that are homeless and you see them talking to themselves, yep. are they really talking to themselves or, yeah. or something going on in their head and they're talking to somebody or, or something, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, I, I always often wonder about that. If, if these people aren't seeing something or hearing something, we just don't see or hear, you know, we're yeah. calling them crazy, right? Yeah. Same thing with um, <laughs> even, you know, people who are labeled as like schizophrenic or probably 90% of people who were in asylums back in the day. You know, um, my best friend Shelly went to Trans-Allegheny and she is psychic and she was seeing something down the hallway and she's you know she's a very brave person but she said it was one of the scariest things she's ever seen well fast forward in the night they're in the part of trans allegheny asylum where they have like um the patient's artwork and stuff and one of the things that was painted was exactly what she saw in one of those hallways so now you you picture an asylum patient painting this hallway with all of these you know whatever and that's what he's seeing because that's what's there for him because he has those abilities and all of the nurses and the staff are like wow you're crazy you know there's there's got to be so many people in situations that are just completely mislabeled someone has a question does anybody have an opinion on silver versus bigfoot i don't know what that means i'm glad i'm like i've not heard the term i was actually trying to google it on my phone i'm like yeah. can you expound on that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you're here in south texas so man hit you know let me know what you're talking about i've never heard of that silver versus bigfoot i don't know that, like, i wonder if it's like bigfoot is it like or? a different like in ohio we have um the grass man right you know which is essentially just like bigfoot right yeah yeah i think every region has their own little uh, yeah. cryptid, you know, so mm -hmm. I actually had moved to San Antonio a couple of years ago well, in 2017. I moved, I lived out there for two years and I lived like 20 miles outside of San Antonio in a place called Universal City, which bordered Converse, another little city. And I was at work. I just started a job. I saw a kid come in there. He had a Bigfoot shirt on. So of course, naturally, <laughs> I got to go talk to the guy. Right. And, um, 
I asked him about his shirt and if he believed in that stuff. He goes, dude, he goes, yeah, we have what's called a Converse werewolf. And he cool. told me that, yeah, that they have a, you know, the Converse werewolf. They're in Converse. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. Well, cool. out in Ohio, we have the uh, the Dogman of Defiance. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I think it we is a big monster here, too, in Texas, up by around Dallas, Fort Worth area, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. yeah, we have the Lake Erie monster here. It's, you know, I personally think it's just a, a Great Lake sturgeon that's like several hundred years old, but I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I'm not out in the lake, so right. I'm yeah. not going to debate these people. But um, yeah, Ohio has all its cryptids. I mean, they've got the love, the Loveland Frogman, and we got, <laughs> we got all the stuff. <laughs> I forgot you know? about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, it I is, I've heard of that one. We, yeah. who did we have on the show that was talking about like the different Native American tribes and their, um, their version of cryptids? Like these mm-hmm. stories have gone on for so long. Yeah. And, right. you know, for, for Native Americans to be drawing these things and then yeah. for people to be seeing them today on their ring yeah. doorbell cameras, you yeah. know, there's got to be, there's got to be something. Yeah, I, I have a cryptid book. I don't know what I did with it. It was around here somewhere. Maybe a ghost. Well, yeah, I mean, even yeah. like on that the show, uh, The Mysteries of Skinwalker Ranch, um, which is like one of the only paranormal shows that I really pay attention to now. <laughs> but, um, and I think sadly it's a coming to an end with that whole discovery merger or whatever. But anyways, I mean, they're finding inscriptions from the the Native Americans that lived on that land. Right. With what looks like portals in the sky, which opens up the whole UFO angle. And then, you know, obviously the skinwalker, which was, you know, some kind of like uh, basically a Native American demon that could take the form of a man or a, a wolf, yeah. you know, and just, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's so, it's so old in the culture. I mean, any, any of these shows, they always go back to like these, these uh, modern day shaman that have passed these stories on from generation to generation. Yeah. Oh, you. Okay. So they were actually. Oh, that's what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're talking about the silver. Bullet. We actually just that's talked to somebody book. about this. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe silver, but I don't know that, that a, a bullet is the way to do it. We were saying that no, it would probably have to be like yeah. a crossbow or something. We were, we were actually planning out a Bigfoot hunt and what we would bring for protection, and everybody kind of agreed that. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you know... Um, Zach, shut up, dude. <laughs> so, so you mentioned something a while ago, Ray. Yeah, I, yeah. I was reading that right now uh, about uh, Native Americans talking about you know people transforming, right? Yeah. So uh, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Walter. I talk about him all the time. He actually had a Bigfoot encounter here in Texas, just north of Houston in the San Houston Forest, and that's how I met him about almost four years now, I guess we're, we're like best friends now, right? We're like besties, but <laughs> so he had a new driver show up. They have 18 wheelers. Uh, so he had a new driver show up and he's like, Hey, I want to ask you something. Have you ever seen anything strange, you know, in, in, in your travels? And he's like, well, I don't want to talk about it. So Walter says, I'm, well, I'll tell you about my encounter and then you can tell me about yours. Right. So he told, he, he told a guy about him, uh, his Bigfoot encounter. The guy says, okay, well, I think he was like in Tennessee or Kentucky going down a road and uh, a street, very wooded on both sides. He says that he's in his truck, his 18-wheeler, and he sees a wolf on two legs walking on the side of the road, and it was so tall and so big, its head actually went over the hood of the 18-wheeler. So when he passed it by, he looked in his side mirror to get a look at it, and it was a man walking, a naked man walking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it so probably was like, uh, like, oh, crap. I, they're not supposed to see me oh. this way. And just... Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so like another theory that I hadn't thought about until very recently, too, when I told somebody else about this, they were like, well, maybe the reflection, it shows a man, but it was still uh, a, were- a, a werewolf, if you want to call her a skinwalker, right? Yeah. Maybe. So that's a possibility, too. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. But that, but either way, that was a very interesting. Yeah, because you know, that's got to be so yeah. tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what do you? I mean, I don't even know what I would do. You know, I always try yeah. to think of like, what well, would I do? <laughs> nothing. I don't well, know. Yeah. Well, if you're an eighteen wheeler, I probably would have floored yeah, it and kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
lock the doors right. just in case. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. They say that so, it's like, you know, it's not just fight or flight. It's fight, flight, or freeze. And I definitely yeah, yeah. understand the freeze one now because there's yeah, so many yeah. situations where I feel like I would just sit there and stare yeah. and not be able to do anything. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've always noticed that people who have like, whether it's Bigfoot or Dogman encounters, when they freeze, they get left alone. Really? Know? So that maybe yeah, that's a good survival yeah, instinct then. Yeah, and so I think that kind of throws them off. Like, okay, this person isn't running, is it? You know, okay, yeah. I'm just turn around, and walk away. You know, yeah. So I always find that pretty interesting. That maybe that kind of freaks them out. Well, not freaks them out, but at least you know, yeah, uh, you know, throws them off a little bit. Yeah. You know? I've always yeah. had this like really weird. Um, I don't know, just something that I've always felt to be true, and I have no reason to believe it, but. Um, like, especially with aliens, I feel like they can just tell your intentions. Maybe they can't, like, actually read your mind, but they can read, like, who you are as a person, what you're planning on doing, whatever. So maybe, like, the freezing is, like, our body sends out this, oh, I'm not going to do anything vibe, you know? <laughs> so they just they just know that we're not a threat. So they just, I'll just leave her alone. So have you guys, uh, I, I know you guys have done paranormal research do you guys ever go out and uh do any kind of cryptid research not yet it's on no. the agenda at, at some point i, I want to get out there i'm right now i'm working on some things to kind of improve my health so i can like make a little bit of a longer hike out there because so my knees are pretty torn up but uh um things have happened to friends of mine that we they have a cabin out in like kane pennsylvania which is uh pretty popular for ghost or uh, ghost hunting Bigfoot research. Um, mm -hmm. And my buddy actually sent me a recording. He was recording this on the inside of the, the cabin. Just they, they woke up and it sounded like a hailstorm. They're just, somebody was chucking rocks or something. Cause they went out and they saw, found all these pebbles. Cause they had actually just literally laid down like gravel around the back, like deck area. But all this, like just handfuls of gravel were being tossed. And, they, you know, they found little imprints where somebody was scooping it up and throwing it. And it was all over the deck. Couldn't figure out what it is. They're out there trying to, like, investigate. And they started hearing that, the the big, big foot noise on the, you know, the woo. Like, then he said he heard it, like, in a distance. But then he heard it over here. It's like they were talking to each other. I'm like, God damn right. it. The one time I wasn't at the cabin with you guys. <laughs> right. Is when you get all this crap. Because they always picked on me. Because I would always just, like, walk off and just kind of wander off and I look for a little bit of sign everywhere but I never really I've never been with a group that's like dedicated to, to the mission of trying to find some signage and uh, we we've been we've gotten like what four or five invites now and people are like oh we're gonna do this we're gonna set yeah. this up and then you know there was one person who even said that they were gonna get that um that guy that I don't know but they're like, oh, we're going to set it up for March. And we're like, we're yeah. in. Every time we're like, we're yeah. in. We'll do it. And it's always falling through. We would totally do it, though. Yeah. Dude, I, well, you got another invite to come to Texas because, uh, you know, during the wintertime or, or the cooler months, I always yeah. go out. Yeah. I, I don't like to go out in the, in the summertime or in the hot months just oh, because yeah. it's just oh, yeah. it's unbearable. Nice. And, um, so we have like one always, month uh, where the, the, the weather is nice for long hikes yeah <laughs> oh wow this is a yeah yeah that, that's a print that i found in the sam houston and Damn. that was off trail in the creek it's about eight inches long wow yeah so that's wow. like you know one of my but i also found a a, a three inch track out there one day too really which is a tiny yeah yeah in yeah. the creek wow. in the creek you know and there was yeah. no other that same creek. no well i think it stepped in the creek and then stepped off over into the grass because oh, okay. that's where that's that's exactly what it looked like it, what happened because right behind that that print where it came out of it was very very thick brush so yeah that's what i i, I think what happened and uh this guy uh from south texas apparition from stars i'm just gonna say stars uh he says there's few stores out of the same houston national forest torn up camping ground complete with yeah. torn up bodies to go with it i've actually uh camped in that area where the torn up camp was at that was it's a pretty spooky area we've gone out there quite a few times uh we've got some pretty good audio out there yeah um the bodies the torn up bodies that's kind of a myth 
they weren't found. Uh, well, I guess bodies were found, but they weren't torn up. They were head heads ripped off. But you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was kind of a, that was several several years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but my friend Kimball, he actually goes out there quite a bit. He actually has on a recorder. You can hear the owl. They go, hoo, 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 right? right? Yeah. Then you hear this, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I wish I could play it on there, but I, I don't think I can. I, I can upload it on yeah. this thing. But it's, it's a pretty. I, I'll send it to you guys though after, after yeah. the show, but. It belongs to Kimbo. Well, it don't belong to Kimbo. Yeah. He's coming back to share it, but it belongs to Kimbo, and he's yeah. the one who discovered it. So I'll make sure he gets all the credit. For nice. That. Yeah, and the story of Bigfoot, yeah. Sasquatch, or whatever region you are, whatever you call it in your area, it's just like it's so widespread. Like every state, there's sightings, people who've seen it. Like, you know, you would think Ohio is not really, I mean, there's dense wooded areas, definitely still in Ohio, but not as yeah. much as like. In like West Virginia or up in the Pacific Northwest, but right. people, there's a pretty consistent sightings around the Ravenna Arsenal, which is you know a military. That's not. It's like a. They still do. I think they do. Uh, what do they call it? The guys who are on standby, but they're not like active military members. Army yes, reserve. Sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, and they still store. They still store tanks and stuff there. But right. Um. People have seen, and even some of the military men have reported that they've seen Bigfoot roaming around that area. And there's all these myths about the the military knowing that they exist, yeah, and, and using them and and trying to like figure out, trying to replicate their ability to camouflage for our own use, like for military usage or you know what I, I really wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I mean. So many people have shot videos, you know, even like people who were doing it on their own. And, you know, especially out in the Pacific Northwest where there's military installments in the middle of nowhere, you know, they'll look up and there's military helicopters hovering over them, like kind of keeping an eye on what they're doing almost. Right. You know, and I've seen it on the big shows, but I've seen footage of, you know, just everyday Joe Smith out there doing his thing and and catching this on film. It is sad. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think there's there's uh, Bigfoot itself is a flesh and blood creature, mm-hmm. but I think there are other entities that are out there, and I think mm-hmm. they all get lumped in or blamed on Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. and I actually think that there's a lot of paranormal stuff that goes on, and that people have just said it's Bigfoot, yeah. and that's including you know hearing footsteps, hearing voices, uh-huh. mm-hmm. getting stuff thrown at you. Uh, I just think that there's a lot that goes on in the woods, and we just Blame it on Bigfoot and then, of yeah. course, bears and everything else. Right. You know, and yeah. I mean, if you think about like elementals, a lot of times those will right. look yeah. like a lot of times people will describe them as like looking like Groot, you know, like a tree, yeah. you know, that moves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very easily something like that could be mistaken for Bigfoot. And it's just, you know, go out and ask 100 people in the public what an elemental is. There's going to be like two people that know what it is. But if you ask everybody what Bigfoot is, everybody knows. So if they Mm -hmm. see something big and not human, they might just be like, yeah, it was a Bigfoot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Puck wedgies. Puck wedgies. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Do you guys have any experiences with uh, UFOs or aliens? (laughs) Should I, should I tell them about my Easton story? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I had just um, watched a documentary, or like a, it was a short thing about um, what is it? Because I always forget the something of the f- fifth kind or whatever. Oh, Close Encounters of the Fifth yeah. Kind. Yeah, yeah. CE so, five. I had just watched something about how they can just basically everybody think together and point to an area in the sky and then something will like manifest. And I talked to my kids about all kinds of weird stuff. And my nine-year-old and I were talking about that and we were outside and I live in kind of a rural area. So it's, you know, we don't have a lot of light pollution, but we were just looking and we would both point to the same area in the sky. And it really seemed like three times something would appear. And you know, we were both getting a little freaked out. We were like, okay, let's go inside. And he looked and he said, mom, do you see that guy standing on the roof? And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, what? 
I'm like, why don't you just move around, you know, go a little bit to the right, go a little bit to the mm -hmm. left, make sure it's not like a tree or something or, you know, making a shadow. And he moves to the right, he moves to the left, he goes back to where he was and he's like, no, no, it's definitely a man standing on top of the roof. And then I learned that that apparently is something that happens frequently. Like people will see um, like some sort of UFO and then see some sort of creature standing on the roof of their house or their garage or whatever. And a lot of times they can't even see, it'll just be a shadow or like, like the grill marks. That's how I describe it. You know, where you can see like an, the air is moving. Mm -hmm, you right. can't see an actual thing, but you just know that there's something there, like an energy or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so we went inside and did not investigate who the man on the roof was, but that was definitely very wild. And I 100% believe that something happened that night. Yeah, that's very interesting. That, that kind of makes me a little freaked out because, uh, you know, like in the movie Signs, it was always yes. on the roof, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's never seen sense. that movie. You know what I mean? He's nine years right. old. He doesn't watch yeah, yeah. talks about people seeing aliens, you yeah. know. Um, right. And and he's definitely my, he's, he's very, he has abilities for sure. So right. when he says something, I believe him. You know, he's the kid that will come to me and be like, <laughs> you know, I just, I just saw Bella, our dog that passed away. Or he came out of his room one time and said, it just felt like somebody was holding my hand, but there was nobody there. And I'm like, oh, how did that make you feel? And he's like, I don't know. It was weird. Okay. You know, so <laughs> I definitely think that he saw something for sure. Um, again, it's the lady on the plane. I believe him. <laughs> you know, he said it. Um, and he 100% believed it. So I, I believe him. It was, it was wild, though. I was like, all right, bud, let's go inside. I'm done. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and like I said, for him to—I mean, even at nine years old, right? Kids can can have an active imagination, but that kind of right. stuff, you know, right? You know, and uh, you know, kids will lie, but they won't bullshit you no. either. You know, no. You know? And plus, I'm his yeah. mom. I could tell when he's lying. He's he's yeah. a terrible yeah. liar. I could tell. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's pretty strange. What about you, Ray? You had any uh, strange uh, encounters like that? Um, I mean, beyond like just, you know, being out in the middle of the woods, because my dad and I and my, my brother used to go camping a lot. And we, you know, we weren't tent campers. We, we slept under the starlight. You know, we always slept out under just our sleeping bags and a fire. And when that fire starts dying down and you see the, the perfect theater in the sky, you'd like nothing, no outside electrical lighting coming in. You see the stars like amazing. And there were times where we would see just this light appear, move slowly, and then just disappear. But I mean, honestly, that for me, that was, has been the probably the most I've seen. But going back to what Denise says, this whole thing with uh, his name is Dr. Stephen Greer. Oh, yeah. Um, right. With the CE5 projects and the collective consciousness thing. Um, and, and talking to our friend of ours. What's up, Sean? A uh, friend of ours, um, Andrea Perrin, she was the oldest sister at the Conjuring House, like the real life okay. Conjuring House. Somehow she's gotten into that aspect of things, and I'm hoping to get her on our show some night and just talk about that end. But it's just, I find it very interesting. I, I mean, of all the things that we do, I think believing in aliens is probably the most practical. How because could you not? There's how many, uh, there's inf infinite universes, infinite. I mean, it's just, it's, it's infinite. Yeah. This, right. this thing that we live in is infinite. We are just small specks in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And you can't tell me that there aren't, a, there isn't a race of even maybe human like people that are so well developed, they can come to us. Right. You know, and going back to the collective consciousness thing, how do we know that they're not so developed? They don't need to talk anymore. I don't think they do. They can just telepathically communicate mm -hmm. you know right. i just and i don't know i think it's i think it's of all the things that we do i think that's probably the dumbest thing to not believe in yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it just you know uh like tyson uh degrassi yeah tyson Neil yeah. Degrassi, he talks about that just just like if you were to compare the ocean just to our galaxy 
That would be yeah. like going to the beach, scooping up a glass of water, and saying there's no life out yeah. there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's so naive and so self-centered to think that we are the the smartest and best it gets in any universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. no, there's so we're much going, more out there. And we're even going back to earlier, like before the show even started, um, talking about the fact that they, I, I believe they already live among us. I think, oh, yeah. you know, and there's, there's reason women on planes see something that they think is reptilian. Right. You know, cause reptilian right. is a form of what's commonly referred to as an alien being like a, a whole uh-huh. race of aliens. Yeah. You know, and then there's right. a race that looks exactly like us, but they're extremely pale and have, they almost look albino like, but with complete black eyes they call them the Nordic alien. You can look it uh-huh. up there. Yeah. Crazy looking. I mean, there's, I mean, if we can already classify these races of aliens because these are what people are witnessing and it's not just single occurrences, it's several. I mean, millions of stories coming from people seeing and, you know, and And I kind of, I mean, I was talking about that. He was talking about how there's like 60 different um, races of aliens and he was you know people are questioning I'm like oh well we better get ready and we better you know amp up our military and all this other stuff and and for their coming and he's like they've been here for decades like that we yeah. know of and yeah. he's like if they wanted us dead we'd all be dead like obviously they come in mm-hmm. peace or we wouldn't yeah. be here so you don't need to we have them. too many we have too many politicians and and generals and military people with yeah. that itchy trigger finger that and, are... it's, and it's always the first <laughs> reaction is yeah. is you know defense like to be defensive and to attack and to trap and study you know what i mean like mm-hmm. do terrible tests on them and all this other stuff like it just seems like why not just ask? You know what I mean? Like if you want to know how their bodies work, like maybe try to figure it out like in a nice way, like ask them or like why do we need to jump right to making these laboratories and sticking them with needles and doing all these tests on them? Like, right. I don't know. I just, I just. So, so with that being said, what do you think about, uh, people being abducted and being tested on. I I I have a I have a lot of mixed feelings on that one. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I do think that people probably do get abducted. Um, mm-hmm. Do I think that every single time it happens to be you know somebody from the country who gets abducted and gets an anal probe? No, I don't think that. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's there's probably testing being done, but I feel like our testing would be a lot worse. Yeah, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to talk to people who have been abducted, and some of these people are like, it was cool. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. like, uh, it was very, very scary, and you know what they did was horrible. I mean, it's going to be you scary, know? obviously. Yeah. Even, well, if, you even know, if all well, they do to test you is put a feather down your back, like it's going to be How many scary. fingers you got? How many fingers? Right, yeah. It's going to be scary, right? But, you know, like I said, people have said that what, what happened to them was like beyond horrible, you know, and they have issues, you know, with what happened to them. So that's terrible. I, I, I don't know if. Uh, and even at that, was it were they trying to you know scare the hell out of people or right. trying to do something bad? Because yeah. like you said, you know, I mean, we capture you know even life here on Earth, right? Different animals, we're going to study them, yeah, and we're going to do horrible things yeah. to them. But yeah. is that necessarily coming from an ugly, horrible place? Yeah, you know, would you kind of figure out? Yeah. It's kind of like the paranormal. Like when we go into when we go in to do an investigation, one of my biggest pet peeves is, um, you know, we put down a piece of equipment and we say, "If you're here, can you touch this? It's not going to hurt you." We don't know. <laughs> we don't, how like. <laughs> Have you been a ghost before that you remember and you remember that touching that K2 is not going to hurt them or that, you know, that whatever is not going to hurt them? Like, we don't know that it's not going to hurt them. So there is the possibility that, you know, either species doesn't know that something is hurting. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, what happens if we actually do come up with a Bigfoot body? I'm not the government probably already has at some point, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, what are they going to do to it? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've certainly I've heard stories about that that I'll tell off the air. 
know, people, <laughs> people listening probably don't, you know, don't want to, are probably mad at me, but I, I've, I've got a story that I'll tell you off yeah. the air, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you I look at, if you look at mental health, you know, they, when they were doing terrible tests on people, basically just torturing people and putting the word oh, yeah. therapy at the end of it, right. they honestly believed that people who had mental illness didn't have nerve endings and that they didn't, they weren't mm. like feeling pain, whatever. Um, so I guess it's possible from either species for them to not understand that their test is torture. Right. Yeah. Well, hell, they were doing shock therapy. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, drilling and into people's therapy. brains and removing part of their yeah. brain while they are completely awake. I mean, right. just yeah. crazy. I mean, oh, crazy shit. And even though we, our technology has advanced, which is another kind of thing I like to like talk about when we're talking about the whole ufo thing yeah. um you know we we still i mean it's it's torture <laughs> it's just plain torture but kind of going back to the tech thing real quick i think a lot of the advancements we've made is based off of tech that we already have from alien crafts and yeah. and you know yeah that type of thing and i want to go back really quick to what sunset paranormal said which I find I found kind of interesting that we are show you don't get to just go back to things. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw it real no, quick can. and I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, you can. She's like, we are probably a child aliens school project, and they they come and check on us from time to time to see if we've involved. The we don't know. Not. I mean, that could be. I mean, that's why they yeah. might live among us. I mean, yeah, yeah, we could be an ant farm yeah. to them. I always mm-hmm. I always thought like when I when I think of like the the realism of extraterrestrials or as I call them, intraterrestrials, we, I always think like of the movie Men in Black. I mean, that seems to be the most realistic. Yeah. yeah. They already live among us, but how do we know that we're not some kind of pawn in some other creature's game that's all powerful? You know, at the end right. where that, that big thing picks up the marble with the, but we're in it in the universe and he just <laughs> flicks it like that. And I'm like, like we're, you know. there's so many things that um I've heard about like, maybe earth is like a prison planet and it's where, you know, like Australia was a prison continent, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you just take, we were aliens at one point and people just, or they just took us and put us on earth. Like here, stay here for a little bit, whatever. Um, Because (laughs) there's just so many like loopholes and like things like we should not have back problems at 40. I'm just saying like, if we've been on this planet for that long, we should be used to the gravity. We shouldn't, you know what Mm. I mean? Yeah. I feel like our back, we got allergies out the yin yang, everything on this planet is trying to kill us. Right. It's like, we don't belong here. Yeah. And at the same time, we're trying to kill the planet. (laughs) I feel like that's why they're angry. I mean, that's why they would be angry. Yeah. Well, I've actually read some weirdly weird <laughs> theories about the fact that we used to inhabit Mars, but we destroyed the, the right. surface and we it. figured out how to get here. But now we're doing the same thing just over again. We're the, we're the invasive, we're the invasive species here. Yeah. Honestly, I, I just literally today oh. or yesterday was driving with my husband and we drove past this like little there's a valley and you drive over the bridge and it's just trees as far as you can see and i told him i said that's what the earth would look like if there was no humans like Mm -hmm. how beautiful would the earth be without humans like yes we do some cool things but as far as the earth is concerned we're we're not very good not very compatible and that's been throughout history of mankind Mm -hmm. yeah you know we destroy we kill we plunder yeah it's the human condition. Yeah. <laughs> my faith in humanity has been really bad. And I would, I do want to apologize. Like everything out of my mouth is like, humans are garbage. I hate humans. There are a lot of really good people, but. I think it's hard to deny it though, because with social media, we're, we're force fed it every day, almost, yeah. right. you know, every minute of every day. That's you see the, the horrible stuff, the, the negativity. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's hard to be optimistic all the time. Yeah, but but no, I agree with everything you're saying. So yeah. <laughs> it's like we are our own well, worst you know. enemy. I mean, yeah. we're going to destroy ourselves before an alien race is going to. Right. Well, you know, you when you looked at the news, you know, especially before social media, right? 
there was always bad, horrible stuff going on. Yeah. You know? And then maybe at the end of the newscast, they did like a feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Segment, just, right? just so that you turn <laughs> tune in next week, you know, yeah. they got to make sure yeah. that they leave it on a good note. Yeah. Here's one tank trips. Go to Amish country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't watch the news anymore. Yeah. I don't either. I stay away from it. And I, and I rarely get on, on uh, social media if I can help it, you know. I post my stupid stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, I pass out memes to everybody. So thank you. You, you guys are welcome for that. So <laughs> Listen, that yeah. is an important role. That is such an important role. You have to have friends who send you memes because otherwise yeah, you, you just go in a downward spiral. And there's yeah. and especially if you have like that friend that has the same uh sense of humor as you. Yeah. And you send memes that probably are not funny to anyone else, but that like like I tell you, I've got a dark sense of humor. Yeah. So like me and my kids and I got a nephew and niece were in a group chat and I think if anybody ever saw that, yeah. we would all be arrested. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of me and my buddies are, are the same way. Like my buddies from high school that I'm so close with. I mean, I'm my my phone's going off constantly with memes from them. I'm like, it gets to the point where if I don't hear from them like in a day, I'm like worried that something's right. wrong. Like, I'm like Okay, what what's going on, guys? We're not we're not doing this anymore. Is yeah, everybody okay? Day, right. <laughs> and we all have the same sense of humor because I mean we grew up together, so we're that's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the best thing, and I think uh, a lot of people or and even humanity has lost their sense of humor, yeah. and that's why yeah, you know, yeah, it's like nothing is funny anymore, and yeah. you can't joke about this, you can't joke about yeah. that. That's why we keep it's our hard. show like this, and we just unscripted, and we. Like, especially if it's just the three of us, we don't have a special guest. Yeah. We may right. talk about the paranormal for like five minutes, but then <laughs> the rest of this time, we're either picking on Heisenberg or talking to the people in the chat and yeah. just, just goofing off because we like to keep it light and fun. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, it's, we know when to get serious because we've had really good, like, very focused interviews before, you know, a full yeah. two hours that go like that because we're like in deep, but then, you know, when it's three of us, we're like, oh, it's like almost a relaxation. Like, yeah, pull up your bar stool, order whatever beer you drink in a shot, and let's 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 just hang out for a while. Yeah, but there's it's, so many. You know, and I think know, that right we... it's not even just a sense of humor. I feel like humanity has lost its humanity. Um, yeah. I feel like people are so disconnected from each other. It's which is wild because we live in this time where like. People are so connected, you know, like I have family all over the country and they are watching my kids grow up because of mm -hmm. Facebook and whatever. Um, so really, we should be more connected. But it's the actual like physical connections, I think, because people just forget that it's a human being on the other side of that keyboard, you know, and people are just so quick to like the lady on the plane. She was on there for 10 seconds and you have people like. Oh, she's she's a raging alcoholic. You don't even know her, you know. Right. <laughs> and, you know what's what's the funny part about that too is that you see her on the plane, but what about the rest of the airport? She apparently wasn't freaking out in the airport, right? Because yeah. people would have videotaped that, yeah. for damn sure. Oh yeah, you know. So apparently she just had to freak out on the airplane. So something must have happened to her or she's, you know, like I said, yeah. you know, that was on that airplane and for her to freak out. But it's just, I and mean, people other. are so quick to to say terrible yeah. things and forget terrible that it's things. a human being on things. the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, uh, like there are stuff that I've, people have told me on Facebook or even TikTok that I know for damn sure if you're in my face, you're not going to say exactly. You know? yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, who was I think it was Mike Tyson that said it best. Social media uh, has made it to where you know people have. Uh, uh, what do you say that you don't get punched in the mouth you know anymore? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because really, there's no way people would say the things that they do. And one thing I wanted to say too, what Ray had talked about earlier about the first group that he was with and how they were like always really like super skeptical or trying yeah. to debunk everything. Uh -huh. One of the first times I went out with a group, they were like super serious. It was a Bigfoot group. They were super serious. And you can tell I'd like to joke around and play around. And I was told, Hey, you're going to have to tone it down. I'm like, we're out in the middle of the woods around a campfire. <laughs> yeah. Be like, peace. I'm out. Yeah. 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 yeah that was the last time I went out with those yeah. guys. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, and like I got it. Like I mean, I learned a lot of stuff. Like I mean, I learned not to jump to conclusions and right. You know, being able to like debunk things has its place. Like you go to a, a residential case, you're not gonna, you don't want to scare the homeowners. Like right. Oh, I heard this, and the door closed by itself, and you know, the, there was a cold breeze. You know, it. You got to make sure that stuff's not like explainable away. I mean, we had a case where um, this girl. Her, she was sick in her room all the time and she was seeing shit and you know it like went through all, all the house and we found out that she they had this huge high voltage wire running the whole length of their house underneath in this crawl space out to uh a uh a hot tub that her father installed or her stepdad installed and like we went down there we actually heisenberg or mike crawled into the hey guys um, crawled into the crawl space and had his EMF detector. I mean, it was going up to like almost a hundred milligauss. I mean, it was high, 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 like enough. We're just being down there in the basement alone. We were starting to feel like weird because yeah. if you're sensitive to it, it can affect you horribly. I mean, and her, her room was right at the end where it was connected into the hot tub and it was even higher there. Wow. So she was like in what we call a fear cage where, you know, we always think that EMF could either amp up activity, but in that case, it was definitely causing her to believe that there was activity. Right. But, you know, and so things like that make sense. But, right. you know, we spent, we went to the Knickerbocker Hotel and they used to run live feed, um, like, cameras 24-7. Like, people, there would be 300 people in these chat rooms just watching these cameras. And we were there and, like, you could actually, like, click on something and like take a still shot of something while it was happening. Somebody caught the shadow and it, I swear to God, like normally if I wasn't involved with it, I would have been like, eh, it could be this, it could be that. Right. To me, it looked like the shadow figure of a woman in a dress. Okay. Hmm. Straight up. What happened? We ended up spending almost two and a half hours, the end of our, con the end of our investigation, staring at this thing, trying to figure out why it's not what that person thought it was. Right. And I'm like, you know what? This is not what I, I'm into. This is not why I signed up. This is not why I pay all this money to go on these investigations with the group, you know, and like I would try, I would like think, okay, I'm going to bring this, this, try this method or bring this piece of equipment in. Oh, we don't use that. That, that, that thing is shit. You can't use that in this That's group. Ridiculous. Like, oh, like God forbid you use a spirit box or, you <laughs> right. know, like anything like that. And it's like, oh no, that's not scientific. Like, and like, okay, first of all, we're not going to scientific. It's not scientific. Bigfoot hunting, right. ghost hunting, none of it is scientific. There is not a science to it. So what does it matter? How do we know that playing some Elvis music in the middle of the woods doesn't attract a Bigfoot until right. you try it? Why yeah. not just have a that's what in I the say. middle of the woods and see what happens? And, you know, and that's what I tell people, too. Who, Man, give me some ideas, techniques, something to try. Right. I'll try it. Yeah. You know? you know? That's why I love our group and like working with Mike and Denise because we just like, let's try this. Yeah, like, why yeah, not? Sweet, let's do it. Why not? Yeah, like uh, unless I'm not like, that like cutting myself and letting blood, I won't do that. But you know, right. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You be know, like, like one of the things that I do shit. is is uh like those chem lights, right? You know, the kind you break and you shake them up yeah. and they glow, yeah. right? The yeah. glow stick. Is I stick those out in the middle of the woods and put recorders in there and yeah, maybe something will come there, but. I, I'm, I'm not into the paranormal investigations, but I thought if I ever go out, I'm going to try that too. Right. I'm going to hang some of those up and yeah. see what happens. Why not? You know? yeah. There's and, no uh, right or wrong that, way to do yeah. things. And if somebody tells you that there is, then obviously they don't know what they're talking about. There is no, There's no right or wrong way, but there is respectful and disrespectful. So let's yes. make that. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's the difference between something being scientific and doing something in a scientific way. Yeah. I mean, you know. But you could do anything in a scientific way. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like you hear a noise, going to see where that noise came from and trying to pinpoint where it came from, that's in a way scientific. I mean, right. you're trying to figure out where it came from and to make sure it wasn't just something right. physical. Or, But, you know, if you can't explain it and you can't replicate it, then it's not normal, so it's right. paranormal. It's you know? paranormal, I mean, right? Yeah, cool. I don't think I could go if they were, you know, like if I go on a Bigfoot hunt, it's going to be fun. I want it to. Be fun. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I want there to be I mean, plenty of Jack Links. 
acoustics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the ultimate bait, right? But Isn't seriously, that what they say in the commercial? how many people go out and do these investigations and don't come up with anything? Okay, so maybe all the time, up the way you're investigating. All the time. Yeah, all the time. I've been doing this for 12 years. And I, I have a lot of stories, but it, it's condensed to a few little outings, right. you know? Yeah. You know, I've done so many outings where all I did was camp and man, trust me, I was happy with the, this camping. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, so that's great. It's that's like awesome. when people ask us what our scariest moments were. I mean, there's literally two stories that I choose from, you know, <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this for, since I was 13 researching or doing something in some yeah. way, but I can only like the first thing that comes to mind are like two different scenarios. Yeah. And that happened just, to me and it's not, I just would imagine that Bigfoot hunting is the same way. Like you don't go there with a plan. Like, okay, at 8.35 PM, we're going to do this at 8.37. We're going to set off the call at eight. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like there should be some. Yeah, we go sorry. out, we talk yeah. to each other. Like, well, what should we do first? So we think of something right. like, okay, <laughs> you know, go for an hour. That doesn't work. Well, let's try this. Yeah. You know? I heard this wild idea. Let's try that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's actually. Let's have Mike run around naked in the woods. See what happens? <laughs> definitely... I've tried that. It's not. It's not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> that goddamn poison ivy, right? <laughs> yeah, that poison ivy, and and them, and them little thorns. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We always tell him we're going to make him bigfoot bait, so yeah. that's why he won't go with us. <laughs> Put a pork chop around his neck. We're going to get him well, on Marilyn Monroe thing you know in a yeah. dress and tie him up to a tree with a bunch of bananas and some beef jerky see what happens so what do you guys have coming up any investigations coming up uh nothing planned but i'm sure we're always looking for something <laughs> <laughs> we're looking we it's have, just it we have madcon coming up in september september that's right um that's out at Madison Seminary. It's a, a convention raising money for uh, oh cystic my fibrosis. Yes. Oh my God. Like we've done this how many times and I forgot what <laughs> right? the, the cystic fibrosis foundation. Um, uh-huh. We've started doing like live feeds from uh, Potographs Parafest out in Michigan. A friend of ours raised, has these amazing events every year that raise money for like local shelters, like humane societies. I mean, made huge yeah. money at it this year. So we're already, oh, he's already planning for next year. And we told him after the first one, basically Denise said, you're not getting rid of us. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be here whether you like it or not doing what we're yeah. doing. And he's like, I didn't expect any less. So we're a big yeah. part of that now. Um, I'm going to be speaking at the Old Mill Parafest at November 13th, which is a really cool little paranormal convention in Dundee, Michigan. Um but I mean, that's far in the future, but like anything solid planned, I mean, our shows every Thursday night from eight to 10 on the RU media network, Facebook and YouTube channel. Um, yeah. and we have our own page and then I share it out to a bunch of other groups. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing like as far as investigation, we keep talking about setting something up, but all of us, you know, it's always got something going on. I'm trying it's, to bank it's hard them. too, because it's a yeah. Thursday night. Like we all have, regular yeah. jobs like so normally what we would do is we just wouldn't do the show on thursday night and then we would do the live feed like on a saturday but yeah you know everything is such short notice for us we're not great at planning ahead because we're so busy with our everyday lives right we, i can't it's like i'm horrible at booking guests because i don't have time to sit there and i go through everybody and like write everything down and it's just very I, yeah i'm very like last minute i'm like okay Shows over on Thursday, Sunday. I start looking for somebody, and hopefully by <laughs> Wednesday, I have a guest. Um, yeah, you know, it's just yeah, we're, we're not yeah, big so, planners. You know, it's like yeah. I have all these projects that I haven't even started yet that I've already like committed to. Uh, it's just it's really hard, but we do have MadCon coming up, which is fun. Yeah, and then the uh, Potograss Parafest and next March. Yeah, and then my well, tell everybody where they can actually find you guys uh are you on the youtube tiktok or what do you got we have our own page the cryptic paranormal show uh facebook page you can go on and we got a bunch of people posting there all the time our show goes on there the actual show goes out over facebook and youtube um mainly on ru media network if you just look that up on facebook um it's, the it's letters. there 
are you yeah, are you media network and we're on facebook and then we're also on youtube if you miss us it's you know obviously it's archived on youtube so it's there for you to go through and then it's on spotify uh, too right i don't know i don't think we're something happened with the company that we're using we don't know don't where think, people can find us yeah. No, it's Facebook and YouTube. That's when y'all find all... out, y'all let us know. <laughs> we'll let you know. So we, used to, we used to use Spreaker, which would put us out oh, yeah. on Apple Podcasts, on right. Spotify, all of it. But something happened with our account, and they started charging out the you-know-what to be able gotcha. to do all of that. So okay. we're still looking for sponsorships and extra money to be able to to right. do that. But you can always find us on YouTube, and yeah. you know everything is archived there. Um, yeah. The Cryptic Paranormal Show, just look it up, and you'll find us. Yeah. Well, cool beans, guys. I really do appreciate you guys coming on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. Thank yeah. you. That was so quick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even considering we were 15 minutes behind. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Don't apologize. That happens. That kind yeah, of shit happens, happens all, all the time. Oh, shit. I didn't hit live again, did I? No. Oh, my gosh. I oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going again. This yeah. Is it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool, guys. Thanks a lot, man. I do appreciate it. I appreciate everyone in the chat room. Yeah, thank you, thank you for joining us, guys. Job. If you guys need me to share anything, promote anything for you guys, man, hit me up. I'll be happy awesome. to do it. Okay. Thank you. You can join the Beyond the Woodline fan page. You can yep. post anything you want. As of now, I'm approving posts because I'm trying to weed out all the the blurry, circled pictures oh, yeah. that have been coming up. So I, I, I kind of had enough of that. So. I'm approving everybody's posts. Now. There you oh, go. Good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, you have know. to. And I'm not blogging on anybody. I'm sure there was something there when you took the picture. Right. But it doesn't translate well over. So, yeah. Anyway, some people I'm glad like some, it, but... some people are doing that now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Trust me. I've, man, I will go off on a rant for about 20 minutes if you let me, but I'm not going to do it right now. So, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> Anyway, guys, like I said, man, you guys have anything you need uh, you need me to do for you guys, man, just reach out. Awesome. I'll be happy to do it. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, man, thanks a lot. And hold on real quick, guys, and everybody else, I'll be on next Monday. I don't know who I'll have on, but I'll be on next Monday. So, yo, guys, uh, take it easy. Have a good night, and you guys take care of each other. And hold on real quick, guys. All right.